microgreens for growers and consumers. Hey everyone, it's Lisa here and I just wanted to say hi. I hope you guys are having a great day. It should be Thursday if you're listening to it when it airs. Um, it's been an interesting week for me. I kind of thought I'd share a little bit about it with you um, in hopes that, well, you'd have a deeper understanding of, ta-da, me, because I'm fabulous. Not really, but I think I am. So, I've had an interesting week since the last podcast. Let's see. I was at the farmer's market. I met two people who listen to my podcast, and my first response was, oh, I'm very sorry. And they're like, no, we get a lot of valuable information. And then I thought, well, I need to do better, right? I need to do better, do more, make sure that everything I'm giving to you guys is good stuff because I want to only put out great content. But it's hard when you don't always know what you're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been in this business for a little while now. Well, feels like forever, but it has not been. And we have gone through so many transitions. I mean, just with COVID alone. We went from selling only at farmers markets and chefs to selling grow kits to selling seeds online to shipping things to creating teacups um, to, to making masks that we sell at the farmers market. I mean, we have literally kept transforming and changing and modifying and growing and developing, which is great. That's exactly what you want to do as an entrepreneur. Um, you don't want to get stale. But I laugh because inside, people are like, oh, I can I can do that too. I had another person send me an email um, this last week, and they're like, oh, I love your podcast. And I was like, well, thank you. They're like, do you think I can make $200,000 a week? And I'm like, you want to make $200,000 a week? $200,000 a week. Hmm. And you're going to sell tiny vegetables. Well, all I can say is I hope you have a lot of grow room. I hope you have a lot of space, and if you think you're going to have time, you're out of your mind. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? That couple up in Canada, they make it look so easy. Okay, time for a confession. Dun, 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 dun. So my husband and I run this company. He runs, um, I used to run the whole thing about, uh, I don't know, when COVID happened, he took over the growing aspect so he grows it I sell it at the market online I create all the things all the extra uh, whatchamacallits and thingamajigs that need to exist in the world uh, labels signs whatever but I don't know about that couple in Canada but I know a lot of people at least in America and if you work with your spouse well you may have a really good experience some people do have that typically speaking I've worked in family businesses my whole life my mom was a chef um, she worked for companies but she also had a side business all the time so I know how to do that even if I want to kill you thing um, I'm still gonna work my butt off and follow the steps of what it's like to be an employee at this moment I can do that I can do that very well at least I say I can not saying my husband can't I'm not saying that at all actually he does very well with it as well but it creates a unique dynamic and then you add COVID and then you add adopting a third dog and then I don't know you just add life and it gets pretty crazy so my confession to you is that if it looks easy it's really not 
If you think you're going to find easy cash, you're really not. You know why? Because the only person who ever finds easy money is the guy that just won the lottery tickets. Everything else requires work. It requires discipline. A lot of self-discipline. I think the first six months the business was operational, or four months it was operational, I think I watched TV probably like 10 hours a day. I didn't work on the business at all. I did a few things here and there, but that was the extent of it. But of course, if you don't put out the work, you will not see the results. So, what does that mean? That means you've got to hustle every day. There's competitors coming every day. There's things happening every day. There's crops that may be failing. There may be um, a pH thing. Something may go wrong with your seeds. Who knows? But you have to stay on top of it. And to the point where, like this last weekend, let me just share with you a real life in the day. I am from Canada. I'm from the U.S. of A. in wonderful Florida where it's hot. So we do everything at night. What do you mean at night? Oh, man. That means sometimes I burn the midnight oil and then some. So when we do our subscription services, we do them twice a month. Guess when we deliver? Middle of the night. Usually, we try to get people out on the road between 5 and 7. So that all of the orders are delivered by 7 a.m., which means that your cooler has your microgreens by 7 a.m. Because we feel that's a good time when most people are still home and able to grab their greens before they head off to work. But it doesn't subject them to being in any of the sunlight, and we do provide coolers. So that's what we do. So in order to deliver between 5 and 7 a.m., what time do you think you got to get up? And this is not just me. This is me, my husband, and my son if I need him. So that's three of us hustling together at the moment. We have to harvest. We have to put into um, trays. We have to get all the orders ready, print everything out. And sometimes the software, it don't work that well. Plus, you're supposed to keep a traceability of where your crops come from and where they go. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. If somebody were to ever get sick, you'd want to know that you can track that down. You just want to know. Even though, technically, in some cases, it's not required. In some cases, it is. Depends on your operation. But even if it's not required, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy who didn't know where his stuff was or, or couldn't help. You don't want to be that person. So you have to do all these extra administrative steps, which are pretty easy if you're like an IT guru, I think. But if you're like other people, sometimes you struggle or... You know, sometimes you've had very, um, let's just say, I've had more, definitely not entry-level jobs, I've had more executive-level type jobs, which meant I didn't have to do that stuff all the time. There were other people to do it for me. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's ways you can find people to help you out. Um, interns are great. Um, finding assistants are good. But it's a, it's a cash component, right? Like, so you're selling these little vegetables and you have to make money. But you have to get everything right. At least I think you do. But then again, that's me putting too much pressure on myself. So, long story short. I got done with the farmer's market on Saturday. Guess what? I went out to have dinner with my neighbors. And I came home right after dinner. Didn't go out afterwards or nothing. Came right home. Went to sleep slept till the next night so an entire 24 hours um till like 11 o'clock p.m why because i'm exhausted i am 
wiped out. Sometimes when I harvest, I'm up. My husband will do the planting. And then if he does the planting on a Saturday night, um, or we have a big grow because we deliver to certain people on certain days, then I have to harvest all by myself. And to harvest all by yourself, it's not hard. It, it's not hard work. It's just can be time consuming. And if you want to do it right, um, it just seems to take a lot out of you after a while. So there's the true confessions. Sometimes you're exhausted because you have to be up when people shouldn't have to be awake. I mean, it just shouldn't be. It's bad enough that, <laughs> that my husband's up till like one in the morning planting crops. It's another thing when I'm up at three, two hours later, uh, harvesting all the other crops. It just makes it, uh, makes it fun. But at the same time, here's the thing. So it's a lot of hard work because I've never worked any place where it wasn't hard work, no matter what you do. It's always hard, mentally, physically, socially, whatever, uh, politically, it's all hard. But the cool thing about it is to know that we are bringing people health and life. The sad part to know is how few people actually realize what we're doing, how few people actually realize what microgreens are. So I looked and I discovered that my most listened to podcast is What Are Microgreens? What Are Microgreens is the most heavily listed 21 episodes. Out of 21 episodes, that's the hottest one. I thought to myself, man, we're still struggling with the educational component. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to go backwards. Not really backwards. We're going to start over. Maybe I'll make season two start tomorrow. I don't know. And we're going to go alphabetically through, I think, the 30-some microgreens that I grow. I think I grow 30 now. I don't know. I grow way too many. Also part of the problem. When they say stick with about seven or eight crops that you can just nail, there's a reason why they say that. I am just a curious person, so I always want to push the envelope. I always want to check out the next thing. I want to know about it right away. So I'll probably never stop growing like 30 or 40 varieties. Who knows? I'll probably grow them all at some point. And of course, one of my devices has to go off. That was one of the things I said. I said, even my devices go off no matter what I do. Shut them off. I actually have my phone off, by the way. This is a, this is actually the computer that I'm talking to you guys on is making a noise in the background, which I'm sure I can shut off somehow. But I have four computers in here, three tablets, and three phones. So even if I shut off one, somehow one of them always finds a way to make noise. Or the dogs. They find a way to. Oh, but dude, did you guys see the video I posted? If you don't, follow me on Facebook. Go to Vitality Farms Company at Facebook or whatever on Facebook. Find me. There's a little video I posted, and I don't know um, if you guys sell pet grass or what you sell, what you grow, what you're interested in. But I have a dog. Her name is Maya. She's a very smart dog. She's probably one of the smartest dogs I've ever encountered she really does try to communicate with you if you ask her a question she will claw through your face literally almost to explain to you an answer uh, she moans and groans like a like she's trying to communicate but anyhow my dog loves sunflower microgreens she won't eat all the microgreens matter of fact she will only eat sunflowers but when we harvest sunflower microgreens that dog must know and she goes to try to figure out where we are, where we're harvesting, and if she can get some. So now we always make a little plate for her. And we give her her little microgreens because she loves it. We discovered it, actually, um, 
Last month we were doing a delivery for a subscription customer. And they had, uh, their spouse was sick. And they said, hey, my wife is sick and I already got my microgreens. But what do I do? And I said, well, you just call me. That's what you just did. So they called me. I had some sunflowers that were for that I had given out to other people, but I still had plenty left. So I harvested um, them a tray of microgreens, sunflower specifically. Why? Why sunflower? If you don't know the answer to that question, we're going to have a fun next few weeks. Sunflower is the most nutritious, macro, nutrient-dense microgreen that exists. Therefore, it is the best one for you. Therefore, it is my number one. Always. Matter of fact, when COVID hit, it was my number one. I dehydrated a whole bunch of them and snacked on them and still snack on them. Thank goodness people stopped buying them like crazy because now they're back in stores. But, oh, and don't use bird seed. Y'all, don't use bird seed. That is not what you're supposed to consume. That's just gross. You're not a bird. Not a bird. So don't grow bird seed. You can grow it if you want to see like germination rates or times but realistically you're probably growing at a seed with uh, probably half the I guess half oh I can't think of the word now um half of what it needs I bet you half your tray will populate versus if you grow with actually good seed about 90% of your tray will populate so what I'm thinking is we're gonna go backwards we're gonna go through all the the nutritional components of all the microgreens. We're going to tell you why they're healthy. We're going to take it a step further, though. We're going to tell you, if you're sick with something, what are the microgreens you should be eating and why? What are the vegetables you should be eating? Because, you know what? I've been watching this craziness go around for a long time, and I do not get involved in politics. Because, really, believe what you want. Hey, I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to give you some microgreens, I'm still gonna be your friend. I don't got no issue like that. Because I believe the world truly is a good place. And people fundamentally are good. So, we are gonna figure out what you'd want to take if you're sick. Why you'd want to take it. And we're gonna start talking about the fact of how much food is life. Because that's the one component people are missing. People forget you know, they think that you are what you eat and you have to eat McDonald's. And why do you eat McDonald's? Well, you eat it because it's fast. My husband asks me this all the time. Why do we have to eat out? Well, because it's fast and I don't want to cook. Oh, you mean because you're lazy and you choose not to put your family first or that's not your priority. What would happen if you shifted your priority a little bit? Um, and not to say if you don't cook, you don't have good priorities because I don't cook and I think I have great priorities. Well, I do cook sometimes. Well, not really. I'm going to start cooking again. Let's just put it that way. New Year's resolution is coming up. Anyhow. But what we could do is we can figure out ways to help educate the masses. My number one fear. Well, there's a few of them. I have so many fears. Let's keep that real too. But anyhow, aside from being exhausted, sleeping all night, I wake up feeling refreshed. And I realize that one of the problems that microgreens face is that a lot of people assume they're sprouts. Oh, the pretty sprouts. Are they sprouts? Any other growers? No. Why are they not sprouts? Because sprouts are bad in our world. Why are sprouts bad? Salmonella. That's why. Eek. Whatever. Outbreaks. People getting sick. I don't want nothing to do with it. 
But why? So why are microgreens good and sprouts bad, right? Because sprouts are basically even younger seeds than microgreens. Yeah, they are. Because when you have microgreens, they go above a root line and they grow in a medium. And by those two factors, it seems to eliminate the majority of the risk. Now, based on the last book I saw, which um, got from IFAS, which is Florida's research university that they do on things there have not been any cases of any outbreaks of anything regarding microgreens but I mean look I'm just gonna keep it real if everybody decides that they want to grow microgreens and somebody's like I don't know dirty or something gets wrong or it could hurt all of us so my goal is to make sure that people understand the fundamental difference between microgreens and sprouts and to find all of the growers out there and say, hey, can we have an honest conversation? Like a real conversation. And if we can, can we talk about some of the things that we should be giving to people and customers as information about what we sell? Because if I go to microgreens and I tell you that sunflower is the most nutritious microgreen on the planet and you go down the street and Bob's over there, I like Bob. Bob tells you that it's not sunflower, it's broccoli. Well, you're not really going to know if either one of us know what we're talking about. Because we're not very consistent. And not to say that anything is very consistent. I mean, they're all relative. I mean, in my opinion, broccoli can cure cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you heard me. I said it. I claimed it. Because I've read several studies, 18 in fact, that support that theory. Now, am I a scientist? Nope. Do I have some amazing nutritional background? Nope. Can I read? Yup. Can I be a... Uh, oh, what's that word? A critical thinker? Absolutely. I'm a very critical thinker. I'm such a critical thinker. I could tell you stories, but I'm not going to right now. Anyhow, but I've looked at it very carefully. I've looked at what their motive is because see when anyone talks to you or gives you information you have to ask what's their motive my motive is truly to just inform that's all I want to do I want to help people learn about things that could possibly save their life because you know if I would have known then what I know now things in my life would be very different but you don't know what you don't know until you don't know that you didn't know it <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on going to back to basics. We are going to talk about all the things, all the specific technical things. But here's the thing I'm not going to do. Y'all, I ain't going to talk to you for no hour, ever, for a week. Mm-mm. I can't do it. You couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I like to keep it short, sweet. So if as we're going through this, um, or if at any time I come across and I tell you this is this and this is that, and... I don't maybe give you enough support or you want to ask questions or you want to see the 18 studies that can show you that this broccoli can save your life. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a text. I prefer an email though because honestly if my phone goes off in the middle of the night, my phone goes off like this Grand Central Station anyway. Um, but send me an email. I'll get you the information that you're looking for because I think that we are all better together. Um, so anyhow, you guys have a great week. Just know that this job is exhausting sometimes, so if sometimes I don't show up the way I want to show up, don't think that it's intentional. 
I literally wear 17 million caps around my house. Um, not to mention running a business. But I also have a high school senior who's going off to college. And honestly, and I have a husband, of course. And I have family and a mother and a brother and a father. And all these people who count on me for different things for different reasons. Um, and I have to show up for them too. So some days... I'm just a little tired. But I appreciate all of you who have found me or have said that you enjoy my podcast. I really, it actually really did bring life to me this week because I was kind of thinking I was doing so much and there was no results. You know, you record a podcast in hopes that maybe someone will eventually buy one of your gadgets or gadgets or whatever. And if nobody buys your gadgets or gadgets, how do you know it's working? You don't. But sometimes just telling somebody they're doing a good job, leaving a review, um, if you could, leave a review, because I forgot about those. But if you just tell somebody that you appreciate it or you acknowledge it, you don't have to buy from them. But people just want to know that what they say into the world is not in vain, that someone hears them. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, don't we all just want to know that we're not all alone? So, get ready, you guys. I think we're going to go backwards alphabetically. And we're gonna start. I don't know. Actually, we should start at wheatgrass because I did not know all the things I didn't know about wheatgrass until just last week. So I think we'll start with wheatgrass because I just did a bunch of research on that next week. So you guys have a good week. Hang in there. If you're struggling this week, man, it's gonna get better. And if you're not struggling this week and everything is great and you're making two hundred thousand dollars, hey, I'm jealous. Girl over here is jealous of you. Hey, call me, tell me how you did it, cause. I'd love to know. All right, you guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.